This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. You know, out in Nevada near the silver mines, there's a kind-hearted woman. She's looking so fine, always taking care of her community, bringing folks together is her cup of tea. She's out on the road and all over the web with a big smiling heart. It's about town, Deb. And welcome to City Talk. I am your host, Debbie McCarthy, About Town Deb. And as usual, we are at the National Automobile Museum in Reno, Nevada, right by the river. And today I'm lucky I have my sassy soul, Sister Yvonne. Hey, sisters in the house. house. Oh my gosh. How are you today? I am so well, so happy, you so know, good. April showers, right? Right. We got a few. We got some snow showers too, didn't we? We did. We did. A little bit of weather, but it's all good. Because then we get, what do we get? Well, we get April showers. We get May flowers. And you know what else we get in May? What? We get lots of cheese. Cheese. Is that kind of weird? What it's, goes it's good with cheese? Wine mm. and charcuterie and yes. really good wine. Yes. But it is, I didn't realize it was National Cheese Month. And I'm just going to do a little bit about it. So the entire month, the entire month of May, we are celebrating American cheese industry. Lovely. And I did not know that. And it was saying that originally held every October, American Cheese Month was started by an American Cheese Society in 2011. It was later changed to the month of May in 2019 by the ACE, which is not the Reno ACEs, the American Cheese Education Founder Board of Directors in an effort to better support the cheesemakers and retailers. That's lovely. What's your favorite cheese? Ooh, that's hard to say. Depends on what country you're in. Oh, well, then tell me a country. Well, I just don't, I can't tell you a favorite. That's like asking me my favorite movie. Oh, uh, well, you I know like what? All I, things that are good. I just discovered Menchengo. I may be saying it wrong, but I love Menchengo. It's like, lovely. I love Menchengo. I can almost eat that without wine. So the beauty of this conversation about cheese is when you're in the presence of a sommelier or Ooh. someone who really knows their wines, they usually tell you what pairs well yes. with that particular wine. And that's and how we all get educated about What cheese. is your least favorite cheese? I don't like cheeses with strong aroma. Would that be like a blue cheese? Mm-hmm. I don't like blue cheese. I do not like blue cheese. But, but every now and then, if it's paired with the right wine... And the right compliment to it. Like if you put, I can, I like honey on blue cheese. Yes. I yes. can almost, and I can get yes. away with it, yes. but it needs to have the right wine, the right honey, and I could do it. I'm, I'm trying to get more experienced with cheese. But cheese is like wine. There's a science to it. Mm. So you have to be in the presence of knowledgeable people and they usually mm. guide you in such a way that you expand your palate and, um, you know, wine's not really my thing. I'm a tequila girl, but I love a good glass of wine okay. in the company of people who love wine. Well, we're going to do my quote, and then we're going to introduce an ama- amazing couple here who will share with us how we're going to learn about wine. Okay, tell so me the quote. here's the quote. As in a case of wine that improves with age, the oldest friendships ought to be the most delightful. That's this cool? is why I love you. I all, You know, I love... Quotes, and I'm just going to go back a quick second because we always 
regress or digress or whatever that word is called be way back when, like when I was like 50, 51, just got back on Facebook and my mom sent me this, hello, Grandma B. She sent me this little morning meditation quote mm-hmm. thing. So I would read it every morning and then I would go on Facebook. Even this was before I was branded as about town dub. I would put the quote and I would share my heart. And a lot of my friends said, Deb, like, why don't you do this? And I'm like, I don't know. He said, seriously, we wait for your quotes. Quotes are nice. And They're now packaged. I'm doing it. They're packaged. They're compact. I it's love something it. we can understand and process and something we can hold on to. So I, I love lo- your quotes. But I love the idea of finding the quote that fits the topic, the that fits my Absolutely. day, yep. and then sharing my heart about the quote. Yeah. Because everybody takes a quote differently. Yes. So I love that we can. But with it being National Cheese, Cheese Month, Month, and Cheese Goes Well with Wine, mm. we have, I've been waiting a while to get Larry and Karen Burton on with us. And they are into, well, I'm going to have you say that, Karen, say the name of the company I, or your brand. I don't want to say it wrong. It's French. But it, say is, it. it is French. It's Boisse. Boisse. See, I wouldn't have said that so, right. So just think. B-A-W. Boisse. S-A-Y. Boisse. 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 Now, don't you feel French? Boisse. I was calling Boisette. That's why I didn't say it. Boisse. So it's an amazing collection. And we, when we, we're going to do a cheers now, and then we're going to chat a little bit more. And we come back to the next segment. You were going to share about all these, this beautiful wine that's here and how you became ambassadors and how other people can. So let's do a cheers right now to friendships, old and new. Here we go. Ah! There we go. So what are we cheersing with first right now? Bonjour. Bonjour. Uh, Bonjour. Comment well, allez-vous? This, this is actually a very nice uh, Burgundy, uh, a wine from Burgundy, France. It's a Ooh. it's a rosé. Uh, it's 100% Pinot Noir. Oh, I talk love a little Pinot bit of, Noir. Yeah. So is it normally this light, a Pinot Noir? Uh, t- not for Pinot Noir, That's, but for a sparkling wine, yes. Okay, so there we go. Sparkling wine. Sparkling. So when you opened it, it had like that pop. Yes. And then all the bubbles were. So we can't, it's not a champagne. We can't say that, right? But it's a sparkling wine, which you can call it bubbles. Right. Because bubbles to me sound kind of more like fun. Fun. But this color and it's the beautiful. taste is incredible. I really, really, really like it. Good. Good. So. Yeah. And the reason it's got a light uh, color to it is because they do ferment us for uh, a few hours on the stems and the grape skins. So for the people that are listening, like via a podcast format, what, how would you describe the color? It's would it be a, a peachy? It's a peachy rosé. Okay. Looking. Uh-huh. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, sparkling wines can be clear, even if they're made with Pinot Noir. Correct. So uh, before the segment ends, tell us what no- tasting notes are on this one. Well. As they're listening. I'll, I'll give you the, the this is the, uh, from the, Winemaker, he says okay. it has aromas of raspberry and red currant. You can say it, yeah. raspberry. Okay, I'm smelling, okay. and a, and jammy notes. Mm. Well, it's yummy and it's delicious. So we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna learn how to do some like wine learning here. Okay. So get ready to ask some questions. Are you ready for I'm it? Ready. Okay, it's about time to have a city talk. Be right back. Now more than ever, family matters, and Surratt Law Practice has your family in mind. 
Kimberly Surratt and her team have been helping maintain healthy families through their holistic approach to adoption and surrogacy, child custody, estate planning, and more for over 13 years. Your family law concerns are in caring hands with Surratt Law. Schedule your private consultation with a compassionate Surratt Law practice team member today by calling 775-636-8200 or visiting lawyersforfamilies.com. Surratt Law, where family matters. She's out on the road and all over the web with a big smiling heart. It's about town, Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now back to the show. And welcome back to City Talk. I'm About Town Deb, Debbie McCarthy, your host. We are so excited. We're learning about cheese. We're learning about wine. We're learning about friendships and all that kind of stuff. And Sassy Soul Sister's here. And she got me so excited because I haven't seen her for so long. We, I got to now thank my sponsors, uh, man. I can, they're going to like pour me out in the recycle bin. And they're our friends. So they're our, no, they're not just our sponsors. Yeah, so our Crystal Basin Cellars. So I'm going to just hold up my little bottle here. Because without Crystal Basin Cellars, right here, there would be no About Town Deb Red Blend. So I want to thank him for that. Of course. Kim Surratt, Surratt Law Practice. Kim has been my friend forever, and she's like been by my side. She sponsored the show forever, and she will always be a forever sponsor. Well, what? What? Don't forget, she's a family law expert. She is. So if you have family law And you know what else? She does adoptions. She does adoptions. So like not just the typical adoption. She does lots overseas. She does yeah. in like when you want to have a um, surrogate, yes. if you're, she does it all. So yes. really, and that's her passion. She yes. loves creating families. So yep. Kim, we love you. Waldover Grill, um, right by the river. It's not very far from where we are. We can oh, actually yeah. walk there and they've been a sponsor. And one of our newest sponsors, and I'm really grateful for them, um, Rochelle Riggle with Home NV and um, Nisa, right? Nisa, um, Butler, we love Nisa. So Nisa and Raquel have put together um, Family Hope Project. It's a brand new nonprofit in our community. And it's a way to help all the families like 24 seven, because sometimes if you need diapers, you need help, you go to the place and it's already closed. Right. So they're trying to combine all help all the organizations so you can have one place and it's not it's for like all ages. Yes. So it's really cool. Um, so the second week of every month, it's where the sidewalk meets the home. And I really, I'm kind of pretty much, I guide them in, but it's their, it's their mission to yes. give back to the community. So that is their hour. So I like doing that. Yep. So anyway, we're really grateful. And of course, Phoenix Media. Dot us yep. without Christian we wouldn't be here and he's always like saving my butt all the he's time fabulous. we love him he's fabulous and of course um, DD James for the theme song and caliber hair and makeup without everybody I couldn't be about town dub so and you so thank you, you don't need makeup it's hard to improve I really don't wear a lot of makeup that's really not who I, I am but so we are going to go right to our amazing guests we have yes. Larry and Karen here and um being a wine ambassador, and I, I would love you to, and you're a couple, which is even better, you get to work together. So tell us how you got involved with number one, being a wine ambassador. How long have you been doing it? And how did you get connected with, how do you say it again? What? Boisse. Boisse. What does Boisse mean? I don't know. Jean-Charles Boisse is the proprietor and his family started these wineries in 1961. So they've been doing it for quite a while. And they are one of the largest producers of wine in all of Burgundy, France. And now they have wineries both in Burgundy and in California and other places. They have wineries in British Columbia and India. 
and it's still family owned. It's not owned by any big corporation. So see now I didn't, re- I mean, they have so many, um, so explain to me, you have a lot of varietals and varieties of different labels of wine. Yes. Are they all there? Are they all their wine or do they have wineries underneath them? Well, they do buy some wine, but most of their wines, they grow themselves. It's almost wow. all estate grown. And all of their wineries, including wines that they buy from others, are grown organically. And their wineries oh. are biodiversified. Wow. So they were one of the very first wineries, Deloach Vineyard being the first one. I have to say, I have been there. I have stayed on the property. Incredible, incredible. If I had to pick a place to go back for a romantic weekend, I would go there. It's very <laughs> nice. But they were one of the very first weekend. biodynamically uh, certified wineries in the country. And there's only 64 worldwide right now. So, wow. and that's John Charles. He believes in making sure the earth is taken care of as well as his wine. So he really does believe in everything that he does with his wines. So for the people in the Northern Nevada, Northern California area, we have lots of listeners there. Where would be the closest winery to experience? Well, the first one is uh, Raymond Vineyard in Napa Valley. Okay. And Raymond is known for their Cabernets. And oh, I, have, I think I've been there. Yeah. You have. Beautiful. I and have. Their winemaker, Stephanie Putnam, has been there for about 18 years. I love that it's a woman. She's a woman winemaker. Yep. That's cool. He has quite a few, actually, women winemaker. I think Brian Maloney is the only one that's a male right Good now. Good job. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. The role's <laughs> taken over. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and they do an amazing job. I mean, she is... She makes a wine called Generations that every year she gets it probably 95 and above every year. And wow. about three years ago, she got 100 points from Robert Parker, wow. which is unheard of. So yeah, impressive. that's very impressive. Yeah, she's a very great winemaker. And uh, so that's the closest. The next one is Buena Vista, one of the iconic wineries over in Sonoma. Yes. And it was actually the first commercial winery uh, in California. It started in 1857. Uh, and then wow. you go over to Russian River and you go to Deloach Vineyards. That's where I've been. been For sure, I've been there and stayed there. Seriously, the experience there, I mean, I know the other ones are probably amazing, but I can personally say when I went in and stayed there and just the hospitality and the family atmosphere and just, oh my gosh, it was was heaven. But then again, after a little bit of tasting, they're all beautiful. (laughs) That is true. Well, some may, but they also had like, I don't know, just the atmosphere of like the tables outside yep. and having us there. We had our names when we came in. It was very personalized. It was. Yes. And I, I mean, I, a lot, I, you know, support a lot of wineries in the El Dorado region and it's the same thing. Their family, I love that they're family owned. I love that they give back and it's just really nice. It is. So yes, I appreciate do. that. So um, what about you, Karen? Well, you've been pretty quiet over here. So yeah, tell well, us how you got started, how you both got started. Well, I'll tell you, we went to France for a vacation. And when we came back, we went to a wine tasting. And it was a representative, one of the ambassadors from Boisse. Boisse. And I say, <laughs> I say to Larry, uh, you could do this. We could do this. And we signed up. And that's been five years ago. And we are loving every minute of it. We originally got into it because we knew we could go wine tasting. Yeah, that's true. And not have to pay for the wine tasting at any of the properties that we represent as well as almost all of the wineries in the Napa Sonoma area because we're in the industry. I'm in the industry too. So I, I use that industry card. Hey, you know, I'm in the industry. Oh. You are in the industry. No, I just thought I, about no, that. I, I get big bucks off. Yes. Man. Yeah, exactly. 
Very nice. So uh, anyway, we, we were within blocks of the Boisse properties in France, and we wow. didn't know it because what we a- weren't part of it at the time. Oh. And we're going back this year. I can't wait. How exciting. Oh, my gosh. I love that. So that's how we got into it. So it, it was kind of like it just happened. You were at the right place, the right time. It was time yeah. to, to do something as a couple. Yeah. And what better way to share, share wine together? And we yep. signed up on a Northern Nevada Children's Cancer Foundation fundraiser that we <clears> were doing and decided this is what we want to do. And you know what? It's cool because a portion of every bottle of my wine goes to Northern Nevada Children's Cancer Foundation. And um, I I do that whether you buy it online or whether you buy it through a distributor. So when I get my commission check, I automatically, when I get a check, I donate a portion, I get a check. So that way I can honestly say that a portion of everything I do, pretty much everything goes to Northern Nevada. And that's how how we met. So I love the idea that you guys um, are part of that organization. Yes. So it's really nice. And we do a number of fundraisers and always give back a portion of our our proceeds to each of the fundraisers that we work with. Which is why I'm glad you're here today. So that is amazing. So do you have any questions for them? I don't. We, that was oh. so eloquently spoken. Oh, they're pretty elegant. So, Karen, what is, what is, do you have a favorite experience that you guys, you know, doing this together, traveling that was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy we're doing this? Because if somebody's listening and they want to be, what kind of, what, what memories have you made by doing this? Well, not only have we met a lot of amazing people that love wine, oh. we've been educated as a result of it. Cents. Okay, go ahead. And um, we've gone to a lot of dinners at Jean-Charles' home. Ah, that's a big bonus. And that is huge. His dinners are uh, Michelin star for sure. And he serves all of his best wines. Uh, As wine ambassadors, we get to a certain level. We get to go there. But we're also JCB collectors. Wait, what does that mean? Ambassador. No, J, you said JCB Collectors. That is his highest end wine available. Okay. Primarily it's Cabernets, but they have others that are available. And uh, there is a membership fee, and you get this beautiful bottle <laughs> of wine that comes with it. Um, and then twice a year, you get the opportunity to buy these wonderful wines. And then during the year, you can buy anything you want with a discount. So it's, it's amazing. And you get a, a cool little gold card, credit card. Ooh, so like when that. you go in, you can get it. You can go to all their JCB lounges. Ooh. There's one in Raymond. There's one in Yachtville. And there's one at, mm. uh, which one is Rich Carlton. Ritz Carlton in Ooh, uh, San like Francisco. That. So I'm going to go back to Larry because that's really not what I wanted to know. I want to know, have you had any like, you know, memories that you created together while you've been doing this? Like something fun, something like crazy. You know, every wine tasting is so different and it, you know, it depends on the people obviously and you know, what their enjoyment level is. Uh, But one of the funnest ones, I'll tell you a quick story. It was a group of millennials and uh, we, we always show early too. So we can set up our glasses and get our tasting mats and tasting notes out and everything. As we pull up, we can hear the music blaring at the street coming from the house that we're going to. And we're going, oh, no, look out. This can be crazy. And uh, but we we walk up to the door, knock, knock about three times. Finally, we hear a voice yell, the door is open. Come in. We walk in and the lady is still getting dressed. Her boyfriend is in a bathrobe. (laughs) 
And we're going, holy crap. What you know, kind what of the, party is this? Yeah, we're going, to, what's, what's going to happen with this? It turned out to be one of our funnest tastings. All of our guests came. They were enjoyable. They enjoyed the tasting. They purchased wine. They wanted to learn about wine, which was really kind of fun. So it was, it, you never know what you're going to walk into, but we always have a lot of fun. Okay, I totally know that. But we're going to take a break. We come back, we'll have some more fun keeping the wine check going. I think we're going to try a new new wine next. So it's about to do a City Talk. Be right back. You know that's what she said. Come on, let's have some fun with the Bowtown Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now back to the show. And welcome back to City Talk. I am your host, Debbie McCarthy, About Town Deb. We're at the National Automobile Museum. Sassy Soul Sister of a Murphy's Tongue on the Tongue Twister. Tongue Twister. Yes. And actually a little bit of wine. You're yeah, really yeah. twisting well, that, the tongue. That's really what's going on. Oh, hmm. That's okay. That could be clever. We'll work that one we'll in. We'll work that one in. Okay, we totally, I totally messed up the last segment. Not because, really. No, because he kept talking about this jcb and he didn't say it's like number 69 like what is darn story about that well jcb always this is his private label so all the wines that have the jcb private label have a number on them okay and the numbers are always significant so i want to know this one is number 69 it always raises a few eyebrows is it like a dating thing it could be but that's actually the year he was born Oh, so, oh, he's a baby. He is he's a, a baby. child. He's a baby. I mean, he bought his first winery in Napa Valley at age 32. I mean, wow. so he's, he's, he's flamboyant. So what did, oh, he's flamboyant. Of course Very. he is. Oh yeah. I don't know. Of course I'm, he is. Very French. How would I know? Bonjour. Bonjour. Karen's going to show you a picture of him. Today bien. He's very good oh, looking. Yeah. Oh, baby. I'm like, yeah, look at that a little closer. And we went to his 50th <laughs> oh, birthday Talk in the party. mic. Talk in the mic. We went to his 50th birthday party. It was James Bond themed. Oh, I bet that was so exciting. It was over the top. It was just crazy. Oh, you know what? This is kind of cool. I'm going to try to do this without st- with staying in the mic here. Okay. This is kind of cool. He's saying wine is the ultimate gift because each bottle is both a beautiful object meant to be treasured and an unforgettable experience meant to be shared. Wine brings us together and reminds us to savor each of life's precious moments, whether it's a special occasion or a simple meal with loved ones. So what I hear, I'm, this is just, the, I had no idea. I'm just being, I had no, and I can't probably read this because, so my label on the back Thank you. He's going to move that here. So I'm just going to read the one that kind of goes the same thing. It says, my name is About Town Dub. It has always been my passion to bring family, friends, and communities together. Much like a branch that is connected to the vine, we are all uniquely connected to each other, which, why, every bottle you enjoy, a portion goes to Children's Cancer Foundation, and we are together with one heart, sharing kindness. Anyway, but it's kind of the same So it's thought. a mindset. It's a mindset. a mindset. So I just thought this is yep. really cool because, yeah, he's this amazing Frenchman who's very handsome and has all of this knowledge. It's really about, to him, it's about the experience. It's and, about he, and he always says that, you know, oceans may separate us, but wine brings us together. Oh my gosh. Because again, he's from France, but he brought that influences that he's learned growing up in Burgundy, France to Napa Valley. 
Wow. Exciting. I, I'm so glad you picked that up and showed me his handsome photo. He's very Because handsome. seriously, that makes me even want to know more about the whole everything. Sounds there like we need to look at your passport. Ooh. Time for nope. So does he live in France? He's, he does travel to France, but right. his sister, Natalie, actually runs the operation in Burgundy pretty much along with his parents. But uh, he's back and oh. forth, but he has a big, nice, beautiful home in Napa Valley uh, that he stays at. Road trip. Road trip Road or trip. plane trip. Road and plane trip. I don't there know. Go. There you go. Wow. Okay. So now that we got the 69 out of the way. Yes, the neckline. <laughs> I'm a little hot here, so let's 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 talk about what we're drinking. This beautiful red wine. Well, beautiful. like you said, uh, John Charles always says, you know, the, a beautiful bottle of wine and what's inside. And he always a lot of his wines like this one is uh, ordained with a some type of design on the front because he always right. likes the wine to to be a representative of what's in the bottle, the outside well, so, of the label. So. Talk about that. This is a Deloche Estate uh, Pinot Noir. It's a 2016. This is all estate-grown fruit, so it's all biodynamically grown and organically made. Um, it's actually from the Russian River down near the winery. It's actually right across the street from the winery is where the estate vineyard is. And it's one of our favorite Pinots. This is just a very nice, drinkable, easy Pinot, but it will also match very well with food. So I do have a question for you. Um, during the recent fires, how did the smoke and fires impact this particular winery, if at all? Uh, this winery was not affected very much because they're in the Russian River Valley. Okay. They, d they did get some smoke in the area, but it didn't affect their wines. Now, it was a little different when you get up into Napa, Napa Valley. The, the Sonoma Winery, in fact, two years ago, the fire burned right up to their back door. And so there's a good documentary on now. I think it's on PBS about how climate change is impacting the world of wine. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yes. So, that yeah. is correct. Yeah, that is correct. Did not know that. And, you know, climate change is reduced amount of moisture going into the vineyard. That's so that reduces yields both in France and in California. Yeah. As we both know, we've been experiencing droughts yeah. uh, for many, many years. And so it's yeah. affected uh, what's happening. And then even the temperature changes are moving the location where wine is being grown. So they're actually starting to make sparkling wine in Great Britain. Oh my! Which has always been very cool, too cool to actually produce good wine. But now mm. the climate change, the temperatures are warming, and so Boisé is actually expanding into Great Britain. And why why is it called sparkling wine and not champagne? Yeah, or? I would like to know that because I am always confused about. Yeah, that. There, there are various uh, sparkling wines, but champagne is only made in the Champagne region of France. It can't be made anywhere else. They actually sued the U.S. many years ago to keep uh, wineries from using that name. So if you hear champagne, those grapes have to, or the juice has to come from the champagne region. Other than that, it can be a sparkling wine or a cremant. Which wait, wait, what's a cremant? Cremant is very similar. It's made in the same method as the champagne. The grapes just don't come from the champagne region. So they could come from Burgundy or at the Alsace region. So they're made in that same method, uh, same amount of uh, months of aging in the bottle. And, and uh, so it's made exactly like champagne, just not from Champagne region. Mm -hmm. hmm. Now, so I just, I just think that's interesting because everybody says, you know, bring champagne, but we always usually bring sparkling wine, but the bottle and everything and the effect is like you, it, is. it makes you feel like you're having the bubbles when you pop it. But most, I would say 90% of the time in this area, you're really, unless you're paying big, big, big bucks, you're getting sparkling wine. And it's also generational because oh. um, in my generation, 
if someone told you to bring champagne, you only brought champagne. Right. Whereas younger generations, younger you bring myself, prosecco. Is yeah, that exactly. would that be like a prosecco? Right. Yeah. Prosecco is yeah. a sparkling wine, correct? Yes. Champagne used in- to be for special occasions. It is. Yes. yes. It is. It is. It's yeah. special. I think I might have had champagne at my wedding. One thing you might notice in champagne versus some of the sparkling wine and the bubbles is the number of bubbles when you pour oh, it. I have heard that. So do you know about the number of bubbles? There, there is something about the bubbles. There's so many bubbles, and we got to Google that for the next segment. There's a science to all of this. There, no, there is. And I, I may even have it somewhere in my notes. I think I talked about that. But, you know, we were talking about the cheese aspect. Do you have a favorite cheese that you would like that would go with this beautiful Pinot Noir? I turn to my food manager. Come on, foodie girl. Well, one of them is Manchego. You know what? I was going to say here, I looked this up. Another one is aged White cheddar. Oh, aged white cheddar is delicious. Not just cheddar, not just white cheddar. Right. It's aged. Well, what's the difference? Is it really cheddar? I, I just know. What's the, the difference? What, I just know what the lady cheddar. said tastes better. But it also aged. said, and I can't say this like that, at the gal on TV who does, Rachel Ray, she always goes, Parmigiano Reggio. Yeah. Well, she's it? very Italian. So how do you say that? Parm- There's that cheese. It's like. Parmigiano. She says Parmigiano. Right. Parmigiano, yeah. But then the other word is like Reganano or R-E-G-G-I-N-O. Right. And Jada pronounces it. Very yeah. Well, but they're Italian. That's right. But is that the same Parmesan cheese that people grade and put on your pasta when they yes. say, do you want cheese? I think so. Yeah. So that yeah. definitely goes goes in here. But and I, yeah. And the reason they say that really, I mean, you can eat it by itself yeah. and you'll find in France, um, I think Larry was mentioning that earlier, is that for dessert... They serve cheese. Cheese. They oh, do. I have. Yes, I have. To, yeah. And it's really good cheese. They just give you a tiny little and bit. It, it's like a dessert tray. It's a dessert when tray. They, when with they the, bring you. Like the, is that with ports? With Do they give it to you with ports or no, they give it to you with sparkling wine? wine. Whatever. Oh. Sparkling or ports. Sometimes it just depends on the cheese you're having. Ah, well, they were saying these hard cheeses pair mm-hmm. well with um, Cabernet Sauvignon, mm-hmm. Symphandel, and Pinot Noir. That's yes. right. That's right. So I I might have to be getting some of this with my manchango, but I actually ate all the manchango last night. Sure you did. I did. There was a little bit left. I ate it all. That was my dinner. Debbie. I even had it without wine. I just had manchango. We must talk. We must talk. I think I had some gimme candy with it too. (laughs) I am not. Listen, if you go in my fridge, there's wine and there's wine Mm -hmm. and there's Cali Mojo and a dozen eggs. I just bought. That's it. Protein shakes, water, and tequila. I have protein shakes. I'm telling you, that's what's in my refrigerator. Oh, okay, good. Good. I don't feel so bad. Yeah, don't feel bad. I don't have tequila. I just have wine. Mm. So, sounds like in your, since we're talking about refrigerators, what do you have in your refrigerator that's, that would go with wine? Oh, are you talking wine? about our wine refrigerator? Oh, whoa. How many bottles are you, in your you, wine you refrigerator? You see how fast you got to get in your lane? Okay. Well, how, so, how, how many wine bottles? I'm going to direct, direct that. I want to know. I want to know. Is it like 50, 100? Add them all. No, we Add have about uh, about 200 in at home. But in the refrigerator? That's a yeah. red wine. That's a wine refrigerator. Wine cooler. Okay. Right. So do you have a red refrigerator and a white refrigerator? Uh-huh. We do. 
Because the temperatures yeah. are different, right? Right. right. Yeah. I know that. Dead. Go dead. I do know that because my cousin Lucy has two refrigerators and one is super tall and she's got tons of reds. Uh-huh. Then she has a smaller one with Do you whites. hear how spoiled we are in America? Oh Not my God. Because when you're in Europe and when you're in France and this lovely couple will attest to this, they don't have full size refrigerators. They don't have what oh, we have in our kitchen. They have wine cakes, they, they, maybe. Their, their oh, kitchens yeah. are tiny and their refrigerators are small. They yep. don't They don't shop the way we shop. I, I, I right? don't listen. So, I don't so have here a we backup. Are with a red refrigerator on white. <laughs> yes. Not me. Oh, I, I have one name refrigerator. One of them, and the other one, Marcus, and then in your kitchen, it'd be oh, Neiman Marcus. Neiman Marcus. I like that. Oh, so, I think we may have to start a new trend. We have you 36 can... bottles in our white wine okay. refrigerator, and we also have a wine locker. And Where's all your of wine our locker? Bu- you mean like a locker off-site? Or? Off-site. Uh, okay. And then we also have all of our bubbles in our outdoor refrigerator, which mainly has bubbles. Okay, well, we're going to bubble out to the next break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit more about whatever else you need to share with us. And we're going to talk, have some fun wine, wine talk coming up about Town Deb City Talk. Ready to help from her toes to her head. Just give her a shout. Call about Town Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to City Talk. We are at the National Automobile Museum in Reno, Nevada, right by the river. And speaking of right by the river, Waldorver Grill is amazing, and they have great wine, and they do have my wine, just throwing that out there. We need to schedule dinner. Let's do we it. Need, so. And I have some gift cards, so okay, that might be my it. treat. Well, we've been learning a lot about wine. We've been learning about how to, well, we, what we don't know is if you're listening out there and you want to get wine for an amazing price, you want to go to amazing vineyards and you want to learn and you want to travel a little bit, we're going to go back to, you know, Larry and Karen and have them tell us who, who wants to tell us how we can become a wine ambassador. Uh, Karen's on it. She's smiling. Karen's on it. Uh, being a wine ambassador is amazing. Not only does it give you the opportunity to educate yourself about wine, it gives you an opportunity to meet our proprietor, Jean-Charles. Jean-Charles. And, <laughs> and enjoy the camaraderie with all the other ambassadors. We have over 2,000 in the United States, and it's growing. And what we found is that we're very unique and that's one of the reasons people like to be an ambassador. So to be an ambassador, you get 90 days to decide if you love it. You can sign up digitally or you can sign up with a package, which is what we recommend because you're going to get enough wine to do your first wine tasting and it okay. makes it perfect. Um, but you also have a sponsor and that's where we come in. So we will walk anyone that wants to be an ambassador through all the steps how to use their seller uh, website and all the specials that go on during those 90 days as well as they get bonuses. So they get extra dollars for meeting certain goals and those goals are not that hard to meet. So question. So let's say you sign up and then do you get your own like website link? Yes, you do. So you would share the link and people would go on and they would purchase order, purchase the wine they would like and they could do that without you absolutely it's just the link they go on they click they buy you don't need to worry about that the link is there for them it is and they can personalize it they can put their photo on it they can put why they love wine anything they want you know it's just it's great 
We love it. And the cost after that is a mere $10 a month. So they encourage you, obviously, to promote the wine and to have wine tastings. And But it doesn't cost you a lot to be part of it. And then to get the 20% discount, you just join their wine society. And, and then how much with a society? Is there like a, you buy so much a month or you just... Three bottles every three, three months. Three bottles every three and months. We're talking about a case a year and... If people yeah. like wine, a bottle a month is yeah. not too much. Okay, I want to go back over to Larry. So sure. you get to provide wine tastings, and you mentioned that you know you, you did go to the one, and it was you know you didn't expect it to be amazing, but it was. So will you help them in how to do a wine tasting? Do you educate them? How, yes. how do you how do you schedule that? Well, uh, when a customer wants to do a wine tasting, they have their choices of tasting experiences that Boise provides. They're anywhere from three bottle to six bottle. Uh, collections um, and depending on how big a party you want to have you purchase those wine experiences which are discounted substantially uh, those are shipped directly to the customer's home then we come over oh. and uh, host the wine tasting we bring the glasses we bring tasting notes tasting mats uh, we bring the whole package so you don't even have to do the dishes we do the dishes for you so with the tasting notes who provides the notes we provide the tasting notes. They come so who, directly from their sommelier. That's what I yeah. So you you are provided with the tasting notes. Yeah, correct. The wine is sent to their place where it's having, I mean, where it's being hosted. So you show up with the glasses and you have the notes in hand and then you have the taste and you just put it out and you share your knowledge and they sip and they enjoy. Correct. And then they have an option to purchase. Exactly. And then the wine is shipped to their home that they purchase. Exactly. So you don't have to have the storage of the wine. Correct. That's right. I wanted to get that across because I do both ways. So it's, that's interesting. (laughs) Anyway, but no, I mean, I go through a distributor or I go through, you know, Crystal Basin, but it's nice to know that the wine will be sent to the house. They don't have to lug the wine. That's a huge difference. So I just want to let people know if they want to do this, it has that romantic feel of, you know, getting to share wine with people. If they want to have it paired with something, do you tell them what to pair it with? Do you bring the food? Do they, now you're the food gal here. So tell us about that. Yes, we do. We not only tell them the foods that the winemakers are suggesting uh, that would work pair very well with those wines. We also give them a whole list of cheeses they can pick from. Cheese, so cheese month. Cheese month. And and those are, there's several different cheeses. So like with a sparkling wine or bubbles, you're going to have the softer cheeses, the the goat, the, um, the triple cream brie. And I'll tell you, when we first started this, Larry didn't like brie. And now he loves it. I love it now. Loves brie. And uh, with red wines, it depends on, on the wine. If it's a Pinot or if it's a Cab, it's different. And in Cabs, you're going to have even harder wines, more uh, Mancheco, or you're going to have the um, aged white cheddar. But then with Pinots, it kind of goes in between. So you can mix it up with a Greer or something of that nature. Um but the one thing that's fun is to find out what foods pair with it. And yes. people primarily think that if you're going to have fish or chicken, you would have a- you're going to have white wine. And that isn't mm. the case. It has everything to do with the sauce. 
Ooh, I like that. I love sauces. Yeah. So in my notes, I, I did like prepare. It was saying wine and cheese pairings. So it said it's hard to go wrong when you have a glass of wine in one hand and cheese in the other. So here's some of the basic guidelines. And you actually were right on target, but it said try not to pair a strong wine with a mild cheese. If one of the flavor profiles dominates the other, the taste experience will not be flavorable. It says, don't, this is what I need to know. Don't overanalyze. Everyone has their own taste preferences. So offer at least one white wine and one red wine and let your guests decide. And I love letting people know that, I mean, they all say, I don't know. I mean, I'm the connector. I don't have to know a lot about wine. I know what I like. I know who to connect you with. And so you have the knowledge and you have, the knowledge shared with you so you can share with others. And that's what being an ambassador is about. So I really feel like it's pretty cool and we love it. So tell us, do you have a website um, of how they can get a hold of you or how do we get a hold of you? Well, you can go to the dot um, slash Larry Burton. You probably want to spell that because Boise. M Y. Yeah. Dot Boise. B O I. S-E-T-T. There's two S's. S-S. S-O. See? Okay. M-Y dot. <laughs> B-O-I-S-S-E-T-C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-O-N dot com. Larry Burton. But you can also just email you guys, which is pretty easy. Washowines at gmail.com. W-A-S-H-O-E-W-I-N-E-S at gmail.com and your website has been up as we've been watching. So you will see it up there. Um, we're we're going to give, I'm going to give you a little quiz. Okay. I'm ready. I'm just going to play a little bit here. So you're going to have ABC ready. We only have time. I'm going to do one. You're going to do one because our time is going so fast. How long does it take before a new grapevine would bear fruit suited to winemaking? A six months to a year, B three to five years, C 20 to 30 years. The answer is B. Yeah, baby. Three yes. to five years. Yes. It says a grapevine needs a few years before its grapes are suitable for winemaking. In general, grapevines should be able to bear good fruit while making grapes for about 40 years. Good job. And there's vines that are 100 year old. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. I've seen some up there. So okay, your turn. We're going to go with another question. Why should you drink dry wines before sweet wines? A, to make the sweet wine less than sweet, B, to make the sweet wine seem full-bodied, or C, to prevent the dry wine from seeming overly dry? I think it's B again. Well, uh? no, today the answer would be C, <laughs> to prevent the dry wine oh. from seeming overly dry. There we if go. you were to drink the sweet wine first, the dry wine might seem unpleasantly dry. So generally you drink dry before sweet. Let we, me add one thing. Go ahead. This. Yes. It has to do with Pinot Noirs. Okay. Pinot Noirs, if you add salt to them, if you had salt and then you, if you tasted Pinot and then you put salt on your tongue and then you drank it again, it totally changes the taste. Well, I would imagine that would. If you do honey and Ooh. you do, and we do this in tastings, the okay. same thing. You're going to have the same situation. Wow. That's really interesting. I have one more for you because we're about out of time. So when at a restaurant and a small amount of wine is poured to taste, mm -hmm. the purpose here is to A, see if you like the wine. B, make sure it is the wine you thought it was. C, make sure the wine is not spoiled. Go ahead. 
It's almost A, B, and C. Well, yeah, I think it is. But what would be the main one? I think A, just to see if it's the wine you like. Well, today. It's B. C. Is it B? No, it's actually C. It's C. What was C? So the sole purpose, C is make sure the wine is not spoiled. And I've had this happen. The sole purpose of this is to, oh, you know what? We're just going to say it's C. We're running out of time. That's what happens. So thank you, thank you, thank you, both of you. Sassy Soul Sister, thank you too. And we just want to let you know, um, we are always together with one heart, one sip at a time. Join us next week. And it's about Town Deb with City Talk. I'll see you next week.